My uncle died, and uh, all he left behind him was an old clock. So I don't think we're going to have much trouble winding up his estate. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. When I heard that Billy Graham had passed away, I thought of the hundreds of sermons I heard him preach, thanks to my parents tuning in the hour of decision. I also recalled the time my secretary said George Beverly Shea is on the phone. Countless times I heard him sing, but I knew he wouldn't be calling little old me, so I grabbed the phone and said, Yeah, right, what do you want, Vance? Well, a deep baritone laugh followed. It was the unmistakable sound of Billy Graham's soloist. That laugh, he told me, helped Billy and his team through many hard times. I thanked him for laughing, but more than that, for modeling integrity through the years. When I first began traveling and speaking, temptation was like a schoolyard bully, never far away. Like the lure of a fish hook, it zipped past me in the water. There was the lure of money and the lure of pride. Put a guy on a stage, tell him he's wonderful, and he's likely to start thinking that he is rather than thanking God. And of course, there's the lure of immorality, of the enemy's lie that temporary pleasure brings lasting joy. Without knowing it, Billy Graham became a long-distance mentor to me. He knew about the lure of money. In the late 1950s, NBC offered him a million dollars a year to host a show. During a citywide campaign, a cynical press grilled him on finances and asked if he expected to make substantial money from the city. Billy pulled out a telegram from Hollywood. It was a lucrative offer to star in two movies. If my interest was in making money, he smiled, I'd take advantage of an offer like this. Lyndon Johnson once said before several staff, I think you ought to run for president when I'm finished with my term. If you do, I'll put my entire organization behind you. Texas billionaire H.L. Hunt offered him $6 million to run for president. Billy never changed his calling. Many times it could be said, God loved him and others had a wonderful plan for his life, but he kept his focus. Billy also knew about the lure of pride. He was movie star handsome with piercing blue eyes. Between 1955 and 2017, he won a spot on the Gallup organization's roster of 10 most admired men 61 times. Presidents and royalty welcomed his friendship and counsel. Yet he wrote, The first question I am going to ask when I get to heaven is this, Why me, Lord? Why did you choose me, a farm boy from North Carolina, to preach to so many people? He repeatedly gave credit to God for any good that came from his ministry. Billy also knew about the lure of immorality, so he made himself accountable. Even his critics admired this, and he had plenty of them. Those who accomplish anything worthwhile make mistakes. But he was quick to ask forgiveness, express regret for things said and done, and treat failure in others with kindness and grace. Billy often used humor. He told of the man who got up to preach but wouldn't stop. The guy who introduced him couldn't stand it. Finally, he picked up a gavel and threw it at the speaker. It missed the speaker and hit a man in the front row. Before blacking out, the guy said, Hit me again, I can still hear him. (laughs) Billy once said, A keen sense of humor helps us overlook the unbecoming, tolerate the unpleasant, overcome the unexpected, and outlast the unbearable. Billy was laid to rest in a pine casket made by inmates at Angola Prison. Someday you will read or hear that Billy Graham is dead, he famously wrote. Don't you believe a word of it. I shall be more alive than I am now. I will just have changed my address. I will have gone into the presence of God. I'm going to look up that address one day to thank Billy for teaching me how to leave the right footprints. Heaven is looking sweeter all the time. 
From birds to giraffes to geckos, these creatures are not just incredible, but wonderful evidence of our God's handiwork. Creation's Awesome Critters is a wonderfully illustrated 12-chapter children's book filled with activities, jokes, and Bible verses. This is a fantastic book bringing parents and grandparents together with their kids to learn more about God and His creation. To request your free copy today, visit laughagain.ca. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.